0: Welcome back everybody to The Basement Binge, or if this is your first time here, welcome. If you've come here to The Basement Binge since Transformers, thank you for being here. Hopefully you're enjoying those episodes. Information about what's happening with Transformers and all that after this, because let's talk about Black Adam, spoiler free. We'll do the two cents and then I'll explain where I've been and why it's been so long since an episode's been released, let alone recorded. So spoiler free for a bit, then we'll get into spoilers at the end, but keeping it spoiler free at first with our two cents. This is a movie that, I was moderately excited for. And going in to see the the movie, it's it's hard to kind of explain it because it's not necessarily bad and it's not necessarily amazing. It doesn't really grab me in any way, but there's nothing about it that I can really point to and say, well, this is a big flaw. It's it's very much just a little bit above mid. And most of that is because of Dwayne Johnson and just his screen presence. Like even though his, the character he plays is not very charismatic and not very interesting from my perspective his screen presence is really strong and the cast surrounding him is really really fun and the justice society they do a lot of interesting things story wise with they do a lot more than just you know being there to fight black adam and the story they tell is really interesting and the way that it's revealed throughout the plot is is engaging and the characters that they write are convincing and fun and it's an entertaining movie to watch. By no means did I regret my time or by no means was I not enjoying myself. And it has some good twists and turns. And the story is good and the action is fun and the visual effects are good and the soundtrack is fun. The music in particular, I really, really enjoyed. Um, post credit scene is awesome and gets you excited. It just really has a strong presence where you can tell Dwayne Johnson really cared about this character and and is really trying to put everything into it that he can. But... From my perspective, it's just a flat character. And so other characters around him, good, a good score, good cinematography, good visual effects, a pretty decent story, all of those things can't really bring to life a character that for me feels really, really flat. And I don't know why it feels flat because it's, he's, he's a newer type of character. Like It definitely isn't breaking the mold. If superhero films are not your thing, this isn't going to be the one to convince you by any means. And if you've been kind of fading, this one might just keep you afloat a little bit, but it's not really going to propel you it, because it's just there. It, it is what it is. It's it's a movie about Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson in it. And if that's what you want, that's what you get. So yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is good. The The action is really fun. They really go into the character of and being an anti-hero. He really, way more than Venom, is feels like an anti-hero to me. And it's a little more compelling again it still feels kind of flat just because it's like so much not because it's so much that's the wrong way of saying it it's just it's really hard to convince you to root for some it's more than a reluctant hero it's it's like trying to get you to really root for this dark character and that's an interesting thing to follow and and it's also very predictable because I don't think that they're going to release a film where Dwayne Johnson is the villain and ends the film as an absolute villain. And so it, it, it feels a little bit lackluster, but it was entertaining to watch. I enjoyed watching it. I laughed a few times. I had fun. I don't regret going by any means. So if you haven't seen it and you've been looking forward to it, definitely go see it. If you are kind of on the fence and you're halfway in on superhero movies, I think you'll go and have a good time. I really do. But it's not breaking any molds and it's not like the next best thing. But it's fun and it's a good movie to go see in October. So go see Black Adam. Those are my spoiler-free thoughts in two cents. Now, some brief announcements, not necessarily announcements, explanations of where I have been. School has been absolutely crushing. Homework. Between working and homework, I have like no time. So the Transformers episodes with Matt and Rob are continuing. They are recorded. I like I mentioned on those episodes, the How to Train Your Dragon episodes are recorded. I just have had no time. To edit them and that's part of the reason this episode is su- is going to be super short you see as you're listening saw the time of it um but they're coming they're still coming the but the transformers episodes will be released i promise i have this next week off for school because it's fall break for where i work and uh i just have a class so i should be able to have a lot more time to edit episodes. And also get myself organized so that I can release episodes a little bit more consistently and start to record some, because there's some great films that I really want to review. I've been watching movies, but I've been holding back on watching movies that I really want to watch because I'm waiting for the chance to review them. So they are coming. So stay subscribed to The Basement Binge. If you've been enjoying the Transformer movies, those are coming. I promise there will be more of them. So subscribe to The Basement Binge wherever you are currently listening. And uh, thanks for being here. Let's get on to the next segment. Now, the next segment is going to be Pick Your Poison, which is the rating scale here at the Basement Binge. And I will keep this spoiler-free as well. So, again, spoiler-free. Don't worry if you haven't seen the film. And the Basement Binge rating scale of Pick Your Poison is based off of how the binge-ability of the film. How would I choose to interact with it after watching it this time? And, and how re-watchable is it, really? So, it's out of four options. To never watch it again, self-explanatory. To stream it, it's on a service you're already paying for. You'd be willing to click on it and watch it in the right circumstances. Above that is to rent it. You pay a few dollars to watch it again. And the top of the list is to buy it digitally, physically, whatever you want to own it and watch as many times as you can. On my own accord, this is a movie that I will not, I don't see myself watching again. And not because it's bad, but because I feel like I got everything out of it that I could have. And it's not that what I got out of it was bad or that I didn't like it or I didn't want it, but it just delivered everything that it needed to deliver. And there's not much that would make me want to come back to it. Now, if a friend was like, hey, we're watching Black Adam. You want to watch with us a big hundred percent. And I would do that. Like it's not bad enough that I have a problem with watching it again. It's just personally, if I want to watch something or rewatch something, it's gonna to have to give something to me. And this has given me everything that it can. And so it's like a weird never watch again, but I would watch it again socially, uh with friends. And it's it's this again. Presenting the complexity, as Rob points out, of this particular segment and the constraints of it, um, it makes it sound really horrible that I would never watch it again. Um, but let me just say, I take out the never and say, I probably won't watch it again on my own accord. And we'll just call it that. And again, that's not bad. It's just because it delivered all that it had to. So that's that's my... Poison, that's my rating here at the Basement bench. So moving on to the last segment of this particular episode, which is Least and Likes. Talking about my least favorite scene and my favorite scene. This, of course, is going to have to include spoilers. So if you are weary of those and you want to avoid them, here's your warning. Spoilers are coming. So my least favorite scene, my favorite scene, or least favorite aspect or favorite aspect. The least favorite aspect is... is, It's hard to point it out on one thing because, again, it's not like there's one glaring issue. Like, even which people have been continually complaining about in superhero films cgi like it's it's not bad like there's definitely a few moments where the green screen is really obvious but it's in really quick throwaway scenes that aren't super important and obviously if you know anything about visual effects green screens if not shot properly can be really really bad and of course they're going to save the the extensive work on visual effects for the other things which do look really good um you know minus a few animation things here and there when when characters like Dr. Fate or Black Adam are flying and kind of moving around and those types of things. That aside, so that, that's not bad. It, it's not distracting by any means. To me, it's the amount of emotional stories that they try to tell. They're trying to tell the story of Black Adam and his son being sacrificed and all the emotions tied up in that, which I actually really like the way they did that, that, that what a great way to have a slower reel and continually change the story through. A myth and like mythology that because stories are told differently depending on who's telling them and particularly in mythology we really kind of change the details and the one an exciting way to do that to continually get more details about it that change the perspective i really actually liked how they did that i thought that was a cool writing technique but the, the fact that they're doing that and then they're also trying to tell a story about the mom and the son whose names i already forgot and then they're also trying to tell a story about Dr. Fate and seeing the future and Hawkman and Hawkman and Black Adam not liking each other. And then they're throwing in things about the Justice Society showing up when they never showed up before to liberate Qatar or Qatar whatever it is. And it's just too much where none of them really have the oomph behind them. That, that scene when Dr. Fate sacrifices himself, it's not that I feel emotionless, but that it's just, it lacks the oomph because it. It feels like it's it's slightly tacked on. That that it's been there the whole time. It's not that they just threw it in at the end, but that it lacked the oomph. It didn't have everything behind it. You know, sometimes to really get that oomph, you gotta put all your eggs in one basket. Some and now, you know, that's also not a good thing, but but you need that oomph. And because they're trying to propel so many different ideas, not all of them all of them don't go as far, if that makes sense. And on top of that, they're trying to introduce a bunch of new characters. So they just have a lot to do, and and it just makes everything a little bit more lackluster. Now, my favorite aspect or my favorite scene is really just Dwayne Johnson. He has a fantastic screen presence, and that aspect of the mythology slowly being revealed makes his character really interesting, where I never really feel like I figured him out. Dwayne Johnson just has a fantastic screen, screen presence. The charisma is taken way down because you're supposed to not like him, but this presence is there, and he drives it. And it makes the character of Teth Adam or Black Adam very engaging. While you may not really like him, it's easy to be engaged with him. So those are my least favorite and my favorite aspects. I will also mention that another favorite aspect I have is just the score. I felt like the score was really, really well done um, in one particular moment that I really liked. There was a lot of them. You know, I really liked when he just goes and like destroys that mining center. That's super fun. and, And that's soundtrack, not so much the score. Um, but the score when he is on the throne and he like chooses the throne and the cinematography is great. I'm really glad that they didn't like undercut that, like him like getting up and being like, oh, it's wrong or what, or having like a scratch or where he like suddenly decides no. The way that they did it was really well done. Where the boys like, how does it feel? And he says wrong. And and the score lets like the triumph of him being the winner and him being the champion and like that victory of him him sitting on the throne the score really lets that build and lets that feeling and that victory happen and then very appropriately cuts it down where he says it's wrong and so it's nothing is cut short and it lets both of those things exist together really well and the score for me is what really drove that and so i just kind of praise that on top of that again spoilers here the end credit scene with superman showing up and henry cavill i thought it was really fun how earlier if we were doing pinch points, the lightning bolt that he shoots into Superman's head or his face on the boy's poster when he wakes up in their house, you know, what a fun nod to like, what the heck's going on with Superman? Who is Superman? And that continual conversation. And even when they're fighting and they're ripping through all the posters of Wonder Woman and Aquaman and The Flash, particularly when it like rips through The Flash, that felt very meta. Um, but just like showing that, as, as Dwayne Johnson said, the power dynamic in the DC universe is, is changing. So then we get Henry Cavill revealed and I just love that. Like obviously because Henry Cavill is fantastic as Superman and that's exciting that he's coming back and Waller, whatever name is, I forget her first name. She's been like the one continuity in pretty much the DCU pointed together and in that there's an organization trying to control supers and that's kind of the continual experience or continue like through thematic element of the DCEU. And so she's there, and it's kind of pulling it together in a very natural way where they also just like, yeah, the Justice Society is here. We're not going to totally spend all this time setting up and, and make it an origin story for every, all of them. It's just they're here, and they exist in the universe, so here you go. And that works, and it, it's not bad. But anyway, back to Superman. He shows up, and while I'm just excited that Henry Cavill's back, it also just makes a lot of sense. If you're going to have a character like Black Adam played by just the absolutely massive Dwayne Johnson which the CGI, when they shrunk his body down, very well done. But he's just huge. He's a big guy. And if you're going to have Superman as like the Boy Scout that can take on Black Adam and can put him in his place, you're going to have somebody to match Dwayne Johnson's size. Henry Cavill looks like a powerhouse in that super suit, um, in the Superman suit, the same way that Black Adam does. And that is a good match that makes sense just visually and uh, makes for a good character note. So that's exciting. Good things, I think, are happening at the DCEU, but it's never been something that I've been super passionate and interested in. And this isn't the film that's going to make me do that, but it's it gave me what it needed to, and I enjoyed it. So go check out Black Adam. Or if you already have, let me know what you thought of it. You can send me an email at bingebasement at com, or you can comment on this. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook or wherever. Let me know what you thought of Black Adam, or if, are you going to go see it? Additionally, subscribe to The Basement Binge. More episodes are coming. I promise the Transformer ones will be released soon. How to Train Your Dragon and other exciting things in the works. So subscribe to The Basement Binge wherever you're currently listening. Additionally, check out Matt Goes to the Movies. We did Jason Bourne, which is a series that would have been really fun to do on The Basement Binge, but I just didn't have time. And so Matt kind of took a note out of this book, and we binged a series. So check out Matt Goes to the Movies. That is where I have been... Been or I have been present because it only requires me to sit down and record and uh, not edit anything, which I have been able to do in the schedule. So, if you want to hear anything that I've been doing in the meantime, check out Matt Goes to the Movies, wherever you get podcasts linked below. Thanks again. If you haven't heard enough, my name is Harrison. This is the Basement Binge, and that's all for now. Ciao, ciao.